Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Have you ever been so tired, so absolutely exhausted that you really can't even sleep and your mind is just running a thousand miles an hour and your body is just aching, you feel like you can barely breathe? I think we've all had moments in our life like this, but I have a friend who experiences this on a perpetual, regular basis. And I know she's gone through some other things as well, and she's just discouraged. Have you ever felt that way, just depressed, discouraged? You just sometimes feel like you can't even live. You wouldn't take your own life, but you just feel like you don't know what to do with the life you have. It may not have anything to do with your circumstances. You may be rich or poor. It doesn't matter. But there are some people sometimes that go through situations where they just can't take it. Recently, right here in the Florida area where we live, there was a police officer, a decorated, very renowned police officer, who went to an abandoned place, pulled his car up, and got outside, and he killed himself. He just couldn't take any more what he was seeing or experiencing on a regular basis. I have a cousin who's a retired police officer and firefighter. Most of the time he was a firefighter. And he said when he retired early, I just can't take seeing one more little dead baby. I can't see one more scarred, charred hand. You know, this is so depressing to start it out this way, but I wanted to get your attention because most of us, All of us have been through similar times, but we have our own particular areas where we get so exhausted. Mine, of course, with teaching was at the very beginning of my career, I would take on the problems of my students. When I would go home, I would just constantly be thinking about and talking on the phone to and writing about and praying about kids that I had in my class that were dealing with things teenagers should never have to deal with. One girl was a perpetual cutter. She said that's the only way she could relieve her stress and her pain was by cutting and taking the pain from her mind and her emotions and making it a physical pain so it would just divert what she was feeling and what she was thinking. You know, even the slightest discouragement that we might have, especially here after this COVID issue and all of the ramifications that we're dealing with now, that, you know, you can just feel like your energy is totally sapped. You feel discouraged. You sometimes feel like you're just going through such a time. You may know that it's going to change. You may know that this too shall pass. But whether it's in your work life or in your personal life or in your family life or in your community life, maybe someone around you has really hurt you, maybe not physically, but they've rejected you, abandoned you, disappointed you. 
Or maybe you have done things to try to make yourself feel better that you only end up feeling guilty for. So here's a couple of things I just wanted to remind you when you're going through this. Number one, remember it's going through. And really and truly, you will get through this, but it's a process. And the success is because you survive and even flourish in the process. Now, this sounds general for right now, but if it's a relationship, if it's the workplace, if it's a business problem, patience is something that is so underrated. I am probably one of the most impatient people in the world. My husband says I have, I don't even know what the word delay gratification means, he said, because when I'm hungry, I want to eat. When I'm standing in line, I want it to be over with. When I get to a place, I don't want to dally along the way. I just want to get there. But the process is sometimes our best teacher. And it reveals to us what we're made of. It's kind of like our test where we know that what we're going through, God even says in certain scriptures that he's teaching us patience. And that patience, you better not pray for it because he'll certainly test you with it. But I love the little analogy of the caterpillar that's cocooning and the little boy that finds this and he knows there's going to be a butterfly in this little cocoon. And so he comes back and he takes another little stick and he pokes it and he can see that it's already been transformed into the butterfly. And so he opens it up and he's trying to help this little butterfly. But the process has not been completed because the strength of the wings of that butterfly that will allow it to just become and fly and be the beautiful, beautiful little precious thing that it was meant to be, is that it gains its strength in pushing against the little cocoon. And if you rush that process, if you don't allow the strength to develop in those wings, when you get that little cocoon open as the little boy proverbially did, the butterfly couldn't fly. It just fell to the ground. And sometimes we have to know that when we're facing difficulties, as we all do every day, just to different extents, we have to make sure that we remember patience is a virtue. And yes, I lack that patience most of the time. I pray that God would strengthen me. And in the midst of the waiting time, I find something to do. And many times it's just thanking him and being grateful for the people that are a part of my life in this process. So whether you're going through a time of healing where you're having to wait, or you're going through a time of grieving where you have lost a loved one recently, or you maybe have someone in your life who is very ill and you're having to take care of them. Maybe it's a financial situation or a relationship difficulty. I love this is where the serenity prayer really fits in. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Examine the situation you're in. Can it really not be changed? Is it not about you? Is it something that's already done? It's final, like the death of a loved one has already occurred. You can't bring them back. But when you accept what you cannot change, and then you ask God to give you the courage to change what you can, is there something you can do in the middle of a loved one being depressed or in the middle of a a 
community situation? Is there something that you could really step up to the plate and do yourself? The best thing and the last part of it is to pray for the wisdom to know the difference. Is this one of those things you can change or maybe you can't? So what do you do in the midst of knowing that you can't change? You have to be able to somehow come to grips with it, change your attitude, your ideas, ask for help, reach out to a friend or to a pastor or reach out to a counselor or someone, a family member that you can talk to. And if you really have no control over what it is, ask them to help you and to pray for you. What can I do to change this situation? Ask a loved one that if they're going through it. So if you're tired, exhausted, weary, or empty, here's a couple of things that helped me that I found in Scripture. In Matthew 11, Jesus says, His yoke is easy and His burden is light. And if we're carrying more than that, we're not living in God's best for us. We need to yoke up more with Jesus and give Him more to carry of what it is that's bothering us. In uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 8, it says God's love is abounding, overflowing, unyielding, that he will make all grace abound in us so that we can abound in every good work. When your cup is overflowing, you can help someone else whose cup is empty. And when your cup is empty, you need to find strength and help from loved ones, from friends, from counselors, from God himself. And remember that in the midst of that, there is light at the end of the tunnel. You just have to ask God to help you see that. And when you get to that point where you see that light, keep thanking Him in advance, praying in advance, and receiving in advance God's love, His direction, His Word. Lord, I pray for the one that is listening that is running on empty, the one that is tired and weary and discouraged. I pray, God, that you will help them seek help, that you will give them the right words to read in your word, that you will use other people to encourage them so that when they get through this, whatever their area of discouragement was, they too will be able to help someone else. I thank you, God, that you give us that ability and we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my friend. Thanks for listening today. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. So, of course, that really was the turning point. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.